0: comment and share. V, the Gorilla Economist, and i have with us, the one and only out Cowboy, and today is markets in mayhem, man. Lots of things going on. Uh, it's Thursday, February the 9th, and we, you know, get closer and closer to Valentine's Day, uh, and uh, Cowboy, won't you be my Valentine?
1: Always, always, always and forever.
2: Always and forever. That's how we roll, bro.
1: <laughs> Jeez, dude.
0: Oh, man. <laughs>
1: I guess uh, Disney just laid off a bunch of people. Why? I thought, you know, you go broke, you become profitable. Uh, You go woke, you become profitable. That's what it is. Oh, right. I guess the ESG is not working out too well on their bottom line, I guess, huh? No. Yeah, It's uh, the ESG is the best thing they ever did. Because here's the thing. They wanted to get rid of customers. They actually, you know, Disney feels that choking their business to death is great because the people who are the woke, they like to be choked and they like to be hit and hurt. It's just part of their self-loathing. So they figured, you know, hey, let's ruin our business model too. Let's push an agenda on children that 99% of people don't want pushed on their children.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's that's how that worked. Yeah,
1: guarantee you that was the plan.
0: You know, I want to do a study about far leftism and uh, self-hating, self-loathing, and it's tied into masochistic types of behaviors. I think there's a major tie in there. And I believe it's also tied in with nihilism. Someone needs to do that study.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I think you do have to be at that level of woke. I think there has to be a certain depravity that is the result of self loathing. And I guarantee you, it stems from the educational system. Yeah. That's where they absolutely. start, they, they get you young.
0: Very true. Very true. Speaking about getting you, you heard about what happened to John Fetterman?
1: Uh, no. No, what happened?
0: No, he just got wheeled into the hospital. Emergency show. Uh, emergency, uh, um, you know, uh, he had to go to the ER. Uh, he was not feeling well. And uh, they're saying it's not another stroke. But uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, well, like, uh, you His know. His wife <laughs> is waiting in the wings. The, yeah, that's, I mean. I mean, I mean, mean, Vela's put it out there that that was the strategy to get to get him in, but then he's going to cede that seat to his wife, and his wife, who's an illegal alien, is going to take over. I love it. It's like the reign of harlots, but here in the United States, man.
1: Well, speaking of harlots, uh, the whore of Babylon herself has quite the video, Uh, and it was I saw it over on uh, Joaquin Flores and he's calling her fillerhead who as the new I'll show you I'm about to to put it up you know here right now you see share screen so <laughs> uh, you know you guys ever watch uh, like Hellraiser remember that that horror yeah. show it's actually really good if you like horror um, Clive Barker's just a, really good at that kind of thing so he's calling this person, and you'll recognize her maybe because of the huge amount of plastic surgery that she's had
0: over the years. You oh, may or may not. God, are you talking about moodonna? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have uh, did you see the the late I mean CJ sent uh, Gus and I the latest uh uh, con, uh tour poster for Madonna, but what does it say? Is this a video? Yeah, it's a video, it's so bad. Okay. But yeah, Joaquin says, uh,
1: yeah, they should make a something along the lines of they should make a new uh you know um filler head is the new horror God. you know character. Of pinhead, <laughs> it's filler head. Yeah, look at that. Uh, just that one picture right there. Hold on. I'm gonna hit play. Well, it just I mean this video oh, this just shows so, you
0: this is what this is what the marketing does in in modernism right this modernism uh, you know consumer culture where a woman cannot just simply age gracefully and go into her golden years with grace and gratitude no 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 she's got to punch uh, you know her face in with filler and botox and look like an absolute aberration it's incredible it's t- play yeah, the video it,
1: yeah i i get it ladies that are doing some things you know i get it i'm not uh, i'm not saying anything against trying to stay beautiful but there is a point um, there's a line to cross where it becomes more detrimental than it is helpful and I think she crossed that line a long time ago
2: <laughs> uh, so here,
1: here watch this though and and her behavior and all this is just typical here goes God, I just ate she's got like a riding crop <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's you a Ew. oh why did you show me that <laughs>
1: She's all jacked up on something Dude, she's on drugs She's on drugs for Damn, sure What happened, dude? God right. dang it She's she got like a riding crop She gets like making out with this guy yeah. it's so gross, dude I mean, you know uh, 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 That's enough I mean I I have. Did
0: you see that? I mean, she's doing a she's doing a concert tour with Cher. I don't know if you know that.
1: Uh, Cher uh, is she?
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) CJ sent me the uh the um the actual the post of the promotion. Yeah. And uh, I have it, man. (laughs) Do you have it? Yeah, I have it. I'll show it to you right now. Ready? Yeah, I'm not ready.
1: I'll never be ready.
0: But yeah, go ahead. Share Madonna, tour dates to be announced 2023, there it is, there's Madonna
1: (laughs) I wasn't expecting that that's a legit that was a legit like I was not expecting that, That that's good leave it to CJ man (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> Madonna, she went a little overboard dude, on the filler, looks... but you, you can still see that it's she's still she's still the material girl, man. Oh dude. <laughs> I mean that's what, a new what op, I'm sorry. Her... Why did she shave her
1: eyebrows off? Like if you look at the prior video I put up, she shaved her. I mean, if she doesn't look bad enough, she looks like a freaking alien.
0: So she shaves her eyebrows off. Well, that's what she's probably going through. She, you know, she wants to be, she yeah. wants to look like an as much as an internet dimensional demon as as possible. I mean that's the goal yeah. here, cowboy, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, no wonder she's all jacked up on whatever substance to, to even go down that road. Look, and there's all the weird, you know, she makes some comment towards the end of the video about like, you know, some religious I don't even know Jesus and the son of Sola. It's like some weird religious sounding stuff it's just so you know odd. i don't know man she well you know she's been into the the occult i think she was of course, she was a, she
0: was kabbalah and all this other yeah, i mean a kabbalah is just kabbalah I mean, doesn't, is,
1: doesn't it, you know this, it doesn't mean you're like a bad person but a lot of those people who go into that stuff are trying to literally work with yeah. demons i'm not saying that's her I'm not saying that's not her <laughs>
0: you know? right and you know the whole thing is it's like i mean my god dude it's like this is where things are. It, it, it's, it's like, the, you know, you, you prostitute yourself before the world. And in the end, you're just this discarded, pathetic, shriveled up. My God, it's it's terrible, man.
1: Yeah, Absolutely that's the, horrible. it's terrible. The, the horror of Babylon actually uh, biblically. I was actually um, <clears throat> studying with some of Jets guys when it comes to the biblical stuff. And the horror of Babylon has some different implications. Uh, however, in a sense kind of fits i mean like you said the material girl um you know the whole concept of living that material life that non um uh, non-holy non-spiritual life
0: yeah absolutely man you know so and so, i heard about unholy.
1: So, yeah about the, unholy the markets, bro. markets are <laughs> interesting um the markets, the fed, what's the latest what's on your radar actually uh i was talking with some of my guys I, i've got some guys that are you know, they work for some of the larger firms. Um, I don't want to say exactly which ones. or They have information from them. But the dislocation of markets right now is astounding. Um, you know, if, mm-hmm. if the way that markets are moving, uh, I'll, I'll, the way that this, this individual put it, he said, let's be clear in the short term. And I don't want to say his name or anything, but <clears throat> I will quote him. Excuse me. Markets are not efficient. The dislocation between equities, earnings, expectations, yields, the Dixie, PMIs, um, you know, forward guidance by the Fed, all that is astounding. And what he's kind of getting at is, and I've talked about this in the last couple of shows and even shown a few charts, um, things that are not moving how they should. So things that should be moving in tandem that are not, um, things that are moving inversely that should be moving in tandem. So, you know, I think that... One of the examples is like, if you look at bonds and stocks, generally they go in opposite directions, right? You know, the old 60-40 portfolio, 60 stocks, 40 bonds, that's kind of the old way to go back when things made sense in the economy. Um, we've talked uh, ad nauseum about why things are dislocated, and I don't think we need to go too much farther into it. Um, you know, to put it into like a sentence is that we don't have a real economy. We have a paper economy. You've talked enough about that, you know, audience just go look at the past 28,000 shows that V has done with or without me. And you'll hear about how we have a fake economy. We're not really, um, you know, looking at production. You know, I, I never economy. realized that a fake economy
0: will, <laughs> will lead to a fake military. <laughs> 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 you know,
1: speaking of uh, that, um, I do have some footage oh, oh. Of, of Ukrainian, uh, you know, their. this is the Arctic
0: forces. Oh, this is the so. latest uh, U.S. supplied Arctic force. The NATO supplied, bro, right? So NATO supplied, really yes. Good. Oh, no, it's great. Here it goes. Ready? Oh, man, this going to be great.
1: Here it comes down the down the uh, slope here. Uh,
0: oh, look at that. This is teaching them. Oh, is that their uh, Arctic tank? That's Yeah, that's their Arctic oh. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God, look at that. Yep. That's, that's amazing, an MRAP. Right? It looks like the Dumb and Dumber uh, doggy uh, car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's their most latest. Now, they all, they do have an urban uh, fighting force. They do. Force. I've heard do. about this urban force. They're, and so basically, they're trying to do what's called Australian rappelling, which repelling is going down a cliff, but your back is facing. Down. I've done that myself. It's really fun. Um, but they're trying to do it Australian style where you kind of run down, <clears throat> run down. And I'm not, you know, facing down. I don't know whether or not there's a tactical advantage to that. I don't know. Maybe it's so you can see where you're going, maybe it's faster. And but they're going to demonstrate the NATO trained skill. Mm. So here and trigger warning people look away because this is might maybe a little hard to watch. So look away, but this will go for about 10 seconds. I'll let you know when it's over. Here we go.
0: All right. We'll go about to witness some high high level special operations here. Yeah, here they go. Uh. Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. You, you can look back now if you're a uh, 10.0 faint of,
0: yeah, 10 faint. faint... It was yeah, very that... British, SK, uh, you know, SAS, very, very SAS like, you know, Amazing. definitely. Wow. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, that did not go well. Yeah. And just so everybody knows, it's all a joke, you know, that's not necessary. I don't even know who that is, but, you know, we like to tell jokes here. All right. So we're not representing or misrepresenting a military, any military for anybody important who's listening. Um, So, yeah, markets are definitely in a tizzy. And to that conversation about dislocation, one of the things that I'm going to point out is my own theory that we're in the midst of a bear market rally. So what is a bear market rally? Well, bear market rallies are actually some of the strongest rallies, uh, that happen. Right. Uh, let me me get in here. I was kind of sitting forward, which, you know, I have this ergo desk that I've built myself here. All right. Now, now I'm comfy. Got the mic in front of my face. So a bear market rally tends to be a very strong move. Uh, that occurs on the way down and that they can be some of the strongest moves. I'm looking for like a good example of it. Let me, uh, let me zoom out here. All right. So here's a decent version. So you have this, this big kind of slope downwards, right? Overall price is heading down, but you see these monstrous moves up that I'm going to put a little square around. This monster move up like right here, like right here. And they're, they're kind of uh, they're known as a sucker's rally.
0: Yep. Or a fool's rally
1: or a fool's rally. And so, mm-hmm. although the last one ends up being something called disbelief and we'll get into the market cycle. In fact, what we can even talk about that today, Yep. but people like, okay, I've talked about it in the last two shows. The public has been convinced that number go up. So by the dip. Right. So the (laughs) (laughs) yeah. In fact, uh, one or two shows ago, we had a great meme about that, but here's the thing about it. Like Pavlov's dog, they conditioned the dog that when the bell dings, the food's coming, right? Every time they brought food, they would ring a bell and they would see the salivary glands start to salivate. After a while, all they had to do was ring the bell and the dogs would salivate even though there was no food. Okay. So the last 12 years, what they've been doing is just hiding inflation in the market. They've been using cheap money. Like for example, I believe Apple has had $1 trillion plus in buybacks in stock buybacks. Yep. A tr- I don't even, I got to look up Apple's mark <clears throat> market cap real quick because that's so Apple market cap. I'm looking on a different screen, folks. I want to compare their buyback Uh, okay so as of january 6 2022 this was a year ago apple has a market cap of 2.3 trillion now mind you that was back when the market was still good let me see if i can look at something more recent because it's probably less than 2 trillion now um well this one actually has okay so two and a half trillion right that's Apple, two and a half trillion. However, they have had over a trillion dollars in buybacks. And what that means is that they leveraged corporate paper. What's corporate paper? Corporate paper are bonds that companies issue. So a company is like, hey, uh, well, let's talk about just sovereign bonds, right? So the, the government will issue a bond. A bond is redeemable in the future. So you buy it for pennies on the dollar, maybe at 10%, whatever it might be. And then after 20 or 30 years, you get to redeem that bond for the full value. And one thing that enables the government to do that is huge amounts of inflation so that, okay, you paid $10, you get $100 in 30 years, except that your $100 is now worth less than $10 because of inflation. So that's just the sneaky trick they do with inflation, right? So And and that bond is going to be redeemable because of the future labor of the citizens. So a 20 and 30 year bond that's actually profiting on the labor of your children and your grandchildren. That's, that's backed by that labor. And it's interesting because in slavery, you are bonded. In fact, the shackles that they put on you are known as bonds. So it's an interesting concept that debt is a form of slavery because of bonds. So to back out of that linguistic con uh, concept, going back to the concept of how bonds work, Apple, did, will issue corporate paper. They'll say, Hey, We will, you know, pay. Let's just say twenty dollars. You'll get fifty bucks back in two years. Whatever the number is, I'm just making that up, right? And then they're able to use that bond and borrow against it. They'll sell that bond and essentially create debt. And they're doing what the government's doing on a smaller scale. So a trillion dollars has gone into buying Apple shares. And they bought it. They've sold it. They've rinsed. They've washed. Rinsed. Repeated. It's not to say that that whole trillion dollars has propped up the market cap. In fact, the way it works is that John, uh, what is it? Joe Sixpack and Jane Winebox, their 401ks are just pumping money into the market. And what that constant 401k pressure does is it offers exit liquidity for the big guys. What does that mean? Okay. So to look at this chart, right? So let's say up here, we'll pretend this is the market like the, uh, you know, I don't know, the S&P, right? And all this while as price is heading up, people are buying this stock. That's Maybe it's the Dow, maybe it's some fund, like Vanguard, whatever it is. And so, you know, uh, Joe Blow, Jane Weinbox they're buying here, they're buying here, they're buying here. But guess who bought all the way down here? That would be like, you know, the... The elite, if you will. Yeah, of course. They're the they're, they're gonna
0: buy at the absolute bottom, which is interesting because when you overlay it with like the tip, the, the 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 amount of volume that's in the marketplace during that time, that's when they're buying. They're gonna scalp not only the, the greatest amount in at the best prices, but they're gonna also siphon up the greatest amount of volume of dump stocks as it shifts from weaker hands to stronger hands. And then everybody else, so they're gonna start like like you're you're gonna put down here, cowboy. And I I don't have access to your to your screen, so. I wish what do you, you want, want me like to, to, do? to Both, both uh, touch each other's mouth, mouth. Oh my gosh, that's just gross. <laughs> that that. But no, uh, none of that. None of that. None of that, none of that. <laughs> what do you want me to show? Volume? Uh, oh, someone
2: wants me to do a Zelensky impersonation. Uh, it is a good time to invest in stock market of America, <laughs> and uh, it is a good time to invest. Show your support for Ukraine, Slava Cocaina, Slava Cocaina, Slava Kokina. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, so so Joe, Joe Sixpack and Jane Winebox, they're buying it at at, at basically every time there's a, a, a fool's rally, that's when they're buying in.
1: Yeah, ain't that the the truth, right? Yeah. In fact, I'm gonna go on to the weekly chart for Apple so we can actually see it happening. Um look at when all of the volume occurs. All the volume occurred back in 06 to 09. These bars in the bottom might be a little hard for you to see, but there's a bunch of volume back in 06 and 09. And then the volume kind of trails off. And there's like no volume up here at 2023 where the price is just hugely, I mean, I got to fix the chart just to see it. So, all this volume back here when the price was, you know, I don't know, 10, what is this, almost 20 years ago? That's where all the volume happened, right? Like the, and then after the GFC, the great financial crisis, there's still some volume. But after 2015, the volume sloughs off, but it's a consistent volume, right? So now there is a really good example here where price dumped down from $80 to $50 in the 2020, um, the COVID uh, crash, right? So here's the COVID crash right here. And here's the volume, <clears throat> excuse me, the volume corresponding. And that corresponding volume, who do you think's buying that bottom? People who know that it's the bottom. Um, when I was trading this, I was trade I was actually traveling at this time. I was, uh, I was at my sister's and, uh, she, it's a long story, but I was at my sister's, right? So it was on the East coast, which I loved it. Cause I got to travel it was easier to get up in the morning, you know, cause you're so much closer to the time that the market, uh, you know, starts and all that. And as this was going down, I was shorting, um, the corresponding currencies that were going down with this. And I remember the market like kind of hitting this bottom point. And in particular, I was watching Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, people were panicking, people were selling fears at an all-time high. And, but that's when all the volume is. And a lot of these bars are green and green bars mean buying, right? You got three green bars. Now the red bar only means that there was a little bit more selling than buying. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was all selling, but, the, you know, throughout this three out of four bars in this high volume area are buying pressure, not selling. So who do you think is selling right here? Well, guarantee you that towards the bottom here and shortly thereafter, it was the big boys buying. Now, what happens is Joe Sixpack, Jane Weinbach sitting at home during the pandemic, thinking that they're a genius because the price keeps going up and up and up. They think they're smart. They bought up here at 150 bucks and it goes up to 180, or maybe their 401ks bought well, you know, far back there. But what they're not doing is they're not cashing out. I'll tell you who is cashing out it's the big boys. They bought down here and they probably bought here and they probably bought here, right? And they probably sold these little peaks, but they're still holding on to their position because they just know ahead of time of what's going to happen. And that's just that's the long and the short of it. So The 401k, though, is a constant boost of buying pressure. So every time these guys exit, they have to sell to somebody. And retail, I believe, is still a larger segment. Retail, including 401ks, right? Including massive amounts of money going in. The 401ks, which basically were established after we went off the gold standard, which is another story altogether. And so now things are headed down. Things are headed down. And I guarantee you that up here is where a lot of the <clears throat> smart money, <clears throat> excuse me, exited. And the dumb money is just buying the dips all the way down. Right? So, Oh, buy the dip. They're buying it here. And, uh, let me see, that's a backwards arrow. <clears throat> They're buying a dip. They, I'm sure they bought this dip right there. I, I had guys buying this dip, like buddies of mine talking. Oh, Apple, uh, Apple, you know, all the market's going to head up today. You know, uh, the you know Jim Cramer says the market's gonna head up. I'm gonna buy 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 buy. Yeah, bye, Bear Stearns is going season. down next week, but you know what?
2: Just buy buy buy
1: buy buy. <clears throat> and as that's price totally kept what, going bye, up, bye. like they their money went bye bye. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what Jim meant. Bye bye bye. It was actually bye bye. So and they bought all the way up this thing, and then the market headed down. Oh, No, it's gonna go back up because it went up over the past 12 years, right? It's all, it always goes up when I buy the dip and they probably bought this dip and they're probably going to buy every dip all the way down. <laughs> but, oh my gosh. Tesla was a great example. I had friends that are like buying it. Just, I'm oh like, this is not the time, but I'm not, you know, I don't want to mess with their money. So I don't really say
0: anything. And so look at, you see right there, the Supreme dip, the first dip that you see, we have that yellow square box right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look at the volume. This is exactly what I was talking about. When the, the maximum amount, the elites will buy right there at that dip, right there in that box, and every single time, in every single stock, in every single bear rally, you'll see the same pattern. The most amount of dip you see will also coincide with the highest amount of volume that you could also see as well. And then the, and then, in the second triangle, or I'm sorry, the second line that Cowboy drew on the next up, Joe six pack, Jane wine box. Hey man, it's a great time to buy the dip buy the dip. The dip's already been bought, you moron. hmm <laughs> Yeah, they're just
1: helping to push it higher. And then the big boys exit at the top and they're using that. And not only is Joe and Jane, not only are they buying independently, but their 401ks are just cramming money into these things. Yeah. They're on they're on autopilot. They're asleep at the wheel. So, you know, it's it's pretty much a massive grift. Now we're gonna get real quick because the whole conversation started about what is a bear market rally. Well, bear market rallies are incredibly powerful. You don't see more than seven bullish candles in a row. It's not very common Uh, or really seven candles in any particular direction in a row. You just don't see it. That usually means that there's panic buying. Also, it tends to mean that there may be some form of manipulation just to keep people buying and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This one's kind of questionable, but moves like this, they're either panic or manipulation. And you have one here too. And bear market rallies will melt your face. Bear market rallies are incredibly powerful. And this is a bear market rally because you have a move up and it causes people to panic buy because all they know is buy the dip and then price goes a little bit lower. Oh, by the dip. And it's still headed up right now. And then after a while, price may or may not go lower, but this, this is a bear market rally. I think we're in the midst of one because if you look at the candles, it's panic buying. You look at a a lot of, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the metrics, it's panic buying. Now it could also be that it's not a bear market rally. It could simply go up from here. We don't know. And none of what we're, we're saying here is any kind of investment advice. Do your own research, all that stuff. But this bear market rally got people certainly messed up. And I'll will in a place a pretty strong bet that most retail bought here, <laughs> not here. That's just, you know, exit liquidity. So the smart money went ahead and took a scalp. They knew this was coming. They knew everything would flip. This was uh, the 13th of June, 2022. So I'm sure that there was some news that they knew was coming or whatever. And or if nothing else, they used the pure uh, brute force of their market uh, algos and their money to crush price upward. And then retail got greedy right up here. And as retail got greedy, I'm, I would bet a lot of money that that's when they went ahead and VWAPed out. Uh, VWAP, is, is, it's a, VWAP is like a way that, that they slowly exit without uh, messing up the market, basically. They can camouflage their exits with iceberg orders, which means they don't sell it all at once, but they wait to just the right time to unload a certain amount. And they do it with computers and blah, blah, blah. So are we in a bear market rally? It's quite possible. Um, You know, look, Powell had his uh, talk yesterday. I think it was yesterday. It was the day before it was Tuesday. And, you know, I was watching it and I was kind of calling it out live over in the uh, discord as I, as I've been doing lately. And basically He kinda was pretty hawkish. Um, first of all, the the host was asking him questions like, Oh, does anybody know this information before it comes out? You know, is this uh you know, trying to they're trying to establish that this stuff like the uh the data's never leaked ahead of time to anybody, which is ridiculous. Now Powell did say he goes, Yeah, well, sometimes you know we can get it, you know, I will get it ahead. Um, you know, so trying to say, like, well, he gets it, but he doesn't leak it. Look, I'm just gonna say right now there is far too much profit to be made not for that information to get out to somebody and to a group of the right people. And if you think that information is not being leaked in a very careful way to the right people to make the right things happen, then I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Okay. So understand that there's a decent chance and I'm, I'm like 50, 50 on this and V I want you to weigh in because I've been talking for a while, but on a macro level, and again, none of this is investment advice to your own research. You know, risking your money in the markets, you can lose your money. So talk to a professional. But I think there's a decent chance that we see maybe another hard dip, maybe one more before yes. we actually see the markets head up.
0: 100%. I, I, my data from everybody that I've been talking to and then the own analytics that I utilize for myself uh, for these fundamental market moves. Is predicting the same thing. There is a 50-50. In fact, yesterday I told uh, one of my good clients of mine, I said, hey, look, man, here's the deal. There's a 50-50 chance in this market. We're, ha- we're heading for one big dip because, look, the Fed is in an impossible situation, right? The Fed has hiked four and a half you know, percent, okay? percentage points of where, the mar- of, of where interest rates are. There's not much hiking to do. Okay, and now it's, you, you, you see the, the problems that the market is buckling. There's a lot of back pressure that is happening within the market. They cannot sustain this. Why? The market, because we have a fake economy that is hooked on the drug called cheap money. The fake economy that we live in, the fake country that's masquerading as a republic, that has a fake military, that has a fake everything, right? Everything's fake, Right? Well, our fake economy is designed to run on 0% interest rate. That's what it's designed to do. All the systems are dependent upon that. The derivative market, the bond market, the uh, the stock market, all of it. The repo market, everything is designed to run. The real estate market, everything, auto loans, everything is designed to run on 0% interest. And guess what happens when you start hiking rates like this? Cowboy, you know what the average interest rate is for an auto loan that is a 60-month or even a 72-month? And now they got 95-month and 101-month.
1: I, I haven't looked. I'm going to take a wild guess and say 13
0: 14%. Yeah, if you got excellent credit, man, if you got okay credit, yeah, 13 14%. If you got excellent credit, you're paying like 7 8%. Okay? You got an 800 credit score. You're going in there, hey, I want to buy this new car. Well, it's going to be, yeah, 7 8%. What? that's rough, dude. Right, and then, then you're wondering why used cars are like still exorbitantly expensive, right? It, it, it it's if you can you, if you can poach some deals, you can poach some deals, and it's a good time to sell, you know, um, and get liquid fast. We're not, none of this that we have the housing market, the automotive market, the lending market, the credit markets. All of this is predicated on cheap money. So when the Fed is hiking 4.5%, guess what? You are literally taking the syringe out of the arm of the junkie, and the junkie cannot function. And right now the junkie is going through all sorts of withdrawal symptoms, right? It's incredible. It's incredible. We're so dependent on the illusion of a functional market We're so dependent on the illusion of prosperity without profits. We're so dependent on the illusion that we have a strong economy, that we're a $31 trillion economy. Wrong. I'm telling you right now, America has a date with destiny. And it's going to happen, whether you like it or not. It is coming to a neighborhood near you and it's not good and it's not evil it is necessary and i don't know what the other side of this thing is going to look like folks i have no clue what this is going to look like because that anything could happen but what cowboys talking about and what i'm talking about it's exactly where we are right now 50 50 chance and they got to turn the damn cheap money on, and it's got to go full tilt. This is why I said we have one big hurrah left. One big massive load to blow in the market, and that's it. Giggity. Giggity, giggity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what? Exactly. One big load. That's it. Just one more. And this is why I always tell people, listen, if you can – you know, learn how to do this. And that's why Cowboy and I will be launching, God willing, March 1st, because it takes a while to to develop an entire platform for this stuff, right? Which
1: entire speaks- platform. This thing is <laughs> the, the amount. Okay, go ahead. I just, we, we
0: should be charging six times as much as we're going to charge. That's all I'm trying to say. Easily. But we're going to make up for it on volume because you know what? It's important that we learn- teach everybody how to fish, not how to eat fish, but how to catch fish. And that's what you're paying for. And this is why this whole system is going to be done very soon. And when it's rolled out there, I, I kid you not, thousands of people will be in this platform sharing ideas. It will be a community that will be empowered to take advantage of the largest asset bubble, the largest equity bubble blown in human history. And it's going to be incredible. Okay? It's going to be incredible. So this is what this is all culminating to. The march up that we, I've talked about, in fact, it was, I think it was uh, years ago, uh, back in 16 and 17. Um, it was me and Charles Hugh Smith that were putting it out there that, hey, you know what? We're entering a phase. We're going to enter into a phase where you're going to see everything rallying, right? It's going to be the everything rally, the, the, the kitchen sink rally, equities, bonds, the dollar, crypto,
1: gold. So, for you can invest in Ukraine, Ukraine is good place to Ukraine. invest.
2: Ukraine is a good bl- good place to invest. Yes, yes. Well done. I have to do a line. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: that I feel better now.
1: I do this to feel normal. <laughs> 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 Oh, my God. So, yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, the everything bubble, uh, I think it's coming. We've, I mean, ad nauseum, we've talked about this. So, I, I kind of envision a scenario where they're, they need, they're not. <laughs> so, the elites have made money in just the way we explained. We laid this out, pumping, dumping, messing with retail, all that, right? And the system cannot last forever. But as long as the system is still usable, they can still make their money the cheapest way that they can. And so they're going to continue to do that in a parasitic fashion until they kill the host, which is the collapse that we've discussed. So basically the next thing to understand is, okay, what comes after that? Well, I've, I mean, we've talked about this, going Rumble, find my talks about the BIS, um, you know, Basel 4, they're calling it now is actually the part of Basel 3, which is the Bank of International Settlements where they're finally imposing the laws that are supposed to restrict uh, banks from being too risky that were actually in place because of the great financial crisis, but they didn't oppose a lot of it until, and this was in the plan January of 2023 is when they would quote unquote, start doing it and slowly do it over a period of five years. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to hold off. They're going to let things run hot for a while. And then towards the end, they're going to start putting those laws on the books Books to, And when they do that, that's when you're Kind of know that the collapse is imminent, and they're going to try to rotate to a new system. Probably will include some form of CBDCs, dollars will start washing back up on our shore, all the stuff that we talk about. Um, And what that looks like, I don't think there's any way to know. But in my opinion, just my opinion, not uh you know not investment advice i do like hard assets i like gold i think uh real estate is also a great way to defend against those things although i don't like a lot of it because the government can just take it if they don't like you i like things that i can take with me um you know things that uh, we talked about last show like you know expensive watches precious metals um you know certain kind of vehicles uh, firearms are actually a great way to store value um you know I'm not talking about any kind of Action to be taken with said firearms, but you know, ammo and guns actually have a lot of value. So, um, and, and whatever happens in that, whenever it is, I'm kind of targeting 2028 20, to 2030. I think if you can hold on to your hard assets and you can make your way through a two to 10 year process, you could not only come out alive and solvent, but maybe even make a ton of money. And that's going to depend on what we do, at least for me. I'm not telling other people what to do, but for me, that's going to depend on what I do from now until that time, which I think 2028 is when it starts to crack. Um, so V, what do you think of that plan? I think V uh, went ahead and daydreamed or he's on mute. V, are you on mute? I also heard like a dog bark. So he might've what been about worried. that. I had a
0: package in my, yeah, I heard your a Yorkie vicious eight pound Yorkie made a beeline to the door to take out the UPS guy. And uh, my, my Yorkie I got, is like, she's a conic corso. So,
1: <laughs> see, I got bad history with the Yorkie, man. I got a, a Yorkie that, you know, uh, I'd leave the, this girlfriend I had, you know, years ago in San Diego. Mm. And uh, I would get up in the middle of the night, go get water or whatever. And I come back and the Yorkie be sitting next to her and be growling at me.
0: Like, what do you oh, do? Yeah, they attach themselves to, you know, they can. If it's a, Is it a male or female? That was a male Yorkie. Yeah, the male Yorkies will attach themselves to one person. Mm. and uh if it's a female you ain't touching them well (laughs) it's (laughs) (laughs) protected.
1: that dog one swift punt and that dog is across the street if i wanted it to be but i don't hurt that you know i don't hurt animals Uh, i was just saying that okay so the the collapse very very short version of what i said is whatever the collapse is probably happened by 2028 oh yeah and uh what we do between now and then and i'm i'm saying now and i have somebody who's gonna
0: who's gonna explain this to us and he's Ready right now, Cowboy. He's ready right now. And and he actually... He's giving us this message at great danger to himself. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, President Vladimir Zelensky.
2: Good day, everyone. You're probably wondering what is happening. And what this Cowboy is talking about. He's, of course talking about the collapse of the United States. But it is a good time to invest in Ukraine. It's a good time for you to give me the monies so I can buy the nose candy. Remember, even though your 401k will become 101k, you can buy cocaine. Cocaine is a good investment, especially in Ukraine. Slava Coqueta. Slava Coqueta. Slava Kokina. Thank you, President. There it is. I
1: got a buddy that looks a lot like him. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He look, we give him crap. <laughs> yeah, Vela's uh, uh V was talking about that. Vela is saying how Fetterman's in the hospital. Yeah, John
0: Fetterwoman is in the And you know, uh, V, you know, wow. V
1: gave credit to to you, Vela saying, like you called it, you know, something's gonna happen to him. And his foreign wife is going to take over his uh, spot. Isn't that
0: wonderful? We're going to have an illegal alien who's going to hold position in Congress. It's so courageous.
1: Yeah, you watch that South Park episode where they're talking about the illegal aliens taking their job. <laughs> they <took laughs> yeah, yeah, jobs. Yeah. They took our jobs. They took our <laughs> jobs. They took our
2: jobs. Unbelievable.
1: <laughs> Uh, I don't know about that man. I don't know. Did you get any taking a spot up in the Senate in Pennsylvania? I think we got to kick them out of the country.
0: <laughs> That's a pretty good carton, bro. Your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Anyway, uh yeah, sliding back into it. If there is going to be a collapse, yeah, twenty twenty eight, it's a great window. Um, and but you gotta understand, folks, it's not gonna be like you know, it's not gonna be like don't think that when the thing when the, when the wheels finally fall off this thing that it's gonna look like twenty twenty three, and then you just wake up one day and all of a sudden we're in a we're in a total implosion here. No, 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 no. It's gonna gradually get worse. Why? Because we're in a trajectory that we cannot escape from. We're in a trajectory that there is zero political solution okay and we're in a trajectory where it's like it's pro- we're in the pressure cooker so 2023 is the egg shortage right you have all these things that are compounding onto themselves so that 2024 is going to be progressively worse than 2023 2025 is going to be progressively worse than 2024 so on and so forth. You know, it's incredible where we are. So we're in the pressure cooker. And so the only thing that you have going for yourself, I firmly believe this because I looked at everything out there. I'm like, dude, the only thing you can do right now is, is capitalize on the bubble. Because the biggest bubble that is about to be blown is going to be blown sky high. And that's what it is, man. So... Go ahead, cowboy. Everybody's talking about Fetterman's wife.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I mean, <laughs> it's pretty funny what they're saying too. Um, so yeah, I think that the bigger the bubble goes, the bigger the dump will be. Uh, you know, they could blow this thing, like you said, sky high. And the bigger the bubble, the bigger the collapse. And I think they want that. I think they want everything to fall apart so bad that they beg for UBI. They beg for the government to give them
0: money. You know,
1: that's typically how things go. That's exactly
0: what's going to happen, because the the whole thing with the Fed is that, you know, people are like, you know, oh, they're testing Fed coin for central bank digital currencies. No, they're testing Fed coin because it's going to be the fastest way of getting dollars into your bank account. Okay, and that's exactly what's going to happen you're going to get an automatic stipend of $1,200, 1500 2000 $3,000 a month from the Fed. Why? Because they need to dispense of this cash. It's just not good for them, you know? So it's just the way things are going to work out. And they need to dispense of that cash as quickly as possible. This is why universal basic income has always been part of the strategy, right? Because when you look at it from... Um, if you all remember the real head of the Fed, which is Stanley Fisher, okay, when during the Bernanke years, Stanley Fisher said it best, right? He said, "Look, our our primary thing is to support the market. Nothing else matters." And you un- know, and negative interest rates and universal basic incomes is going to be a reality. It's going to happen between twenty twenty four and twenty twenty eight. We're going to. It's going to happen. Do you think? All this talk about, you know, UBI in, in, in certain municipalities in California is just, is just some woke ideology. No, 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 no. You got to understand, these woke idiots can't think of anything of themselves. So these are ideas that are floated by, the you know, the, the financial, um, uh, uh, you know, powers that are handling much of their state's economy, right? They're handling state investment. They're handling state pensions. They're handling state budgets right they're getting courted by wall street on a day in and day out basis so it's their idea to hey you know what we're going to come out with ubi and they're going to have it why because the fed has announced a long time ago so fed coin is going to be the fastest way not to undermine central the, the banks which is what the of the rumors are about which is what which is what the world economic forum is all about right but the w- the direction that that, that UBI is going to go with the Fed coin and stuff is to put money into the Americans' pockets, into the, directly into their bank account, pro- uh, you know, into your you know your bank account as quickly as possible, because they got to keep the scam going. The economy is overheating. They got to oh, they got to compensate for this high. We're we're ending into stagflation, right? And when the stagflation, what do you have? You have hyperinflation and deflation at the same time. And one of the ways to buttress that. Okay, is you go into negative interest rates and you go into, and then you pour a money dump while in negative interest rates. Uh, you do a whole money dump with universal basic income as, as well as more corporate welfare and more, uh, you know, various. Uh, you can see the reenactment of TARP is going to happen again for the second time in a row. This is where we are. We are in uncharted territory. But somehow these geniuses, these geniuses think that they know how to navigate this. It's incredible, man.
1: Oh yeah, well, and here's a. I think I've got a pretty good case for some basic evidence of who, or at least what jurisdiction is, you know, quarterbacking this thing. Uh, you know, hint, hint, city of London. Um, if you look at what happened mm-hmm. when the eurozone was created. And so what's the Eurozone? Well, this is all of the European countries. This is any country that uses the Euro. So there is there is the EU and there's the Eurozone. And there are countries that are not in the EU that are part of the Eurozone. And then I think every EU country is is part of their Eurozone. Um, and V, I'm going to rely on you a little bit to explain this as far as what's going to happen to the Euro, what we think is going to happen, because that's really key as far as is what... I think what's going to happen with the Euro is that they're going to start using the dollar over there and it's going to be a pressure relief valve because if dollars start being washed up on our shores, they got to go somewhere because if they're here, we'll see hyperinflation. We'll see a mess. So if we can kill the euro and then force them to use the dollar, that's going to spread those extra right. dollars across a whole, whole other you know population.
0: 100%. Um,
1: now, and then I'm going to. You know, put a pin in that, put a pin in that for now, because I want you to explain that process. But yeah. who quarterbacked this? Um, you know, look, what country joined the EU but did not join the Eurozone? UK. Well, hint, hint, it's on the screen. Right. The, the, the Brits stayed with the pound sterling, they didn't move over to the Euro. And they even did Brexit so many years ago. Back, uh, I was actually in the UK when they uh, voted on that. Um, but the point here is is that who quarterbacked this? You know, City of London, Wall Street working together? Right. Or do you think you think they're working together, or is this more of a competitive move? Please, V, give a shot. No, they're right. working together because they have a
0: vested interest. London and New York has a vested interest in ending the Eurozone. This is why the Eurozone, the last needle to fall in the Eurozone to make the Eurozone an absolutely worthless cacophony of broken, solvent countries is Germany. Germany is the jewel. It's always been about Germany, right? The entire fact that the Eurozone existed, which was an American and British uh, design, the whole Euro, people think, oh, the Euro or because of the European, you know, the Union, they, the Europeans got together. They wanted to create this economic zone. No, no. this was an American and British design. And I'll tell you how. In 1968, the very bonds That you would need it in order to float that became the forerunners that eventually became the European Economic Union, which then transformed into the European Union. Those bonds in 1968 were created and floated by JP Morgan, okay, out of New York, out of Wall Street. They created those bonds that would eventually become the seed that became the Eurozone. And those bonds, those development bonds, were you know, they created a European subsidiary called Euroclear okay and Euroclear handled the bond they were the major main bond facility that be that 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 that, cre- that helped the eurozone and the euro economic zone come to a a, a a currency agreement to have one currency one economic model for the entire uh, continent and that was all you know that was all done by JP Morgan as well as the city of London so the last jewel to fall, and then folks, here's the thing: World War One was about containing Germany. World War Two was about containing Germany. The whole Ukraine Russia thing is about containing Germany. Germany is the last shoe to fall. Their industrial production must be killed, and the Germans, because they're so cocked and deballed and neutered, and insert uh, you know insert word here that you want to use for them. Oh, inserts! So, it's it's you, I love to, to talk about inserting. Yes. Uh, yeah, you will insert it. You will do what you can. So the thing with the Germans is they're so debauched they're going to go along with this thing. Because they, they've all been brainwashed by, by, by barren women, feminazis, and cocked men are driving the great industrial power that was Germany over a cliff. And once Germany's been completely deindustrialized and killed by what, by what is happening with an energy crisis there, and soon to be the economic, uh, it's an energy crisis, it's going to be a food crisis, it's going to be an economic crisis, right? I mean, you look at every country in the West right now, right, especially in Europe, they are all basket cases of hyperinflation and and, and violent crime. Everything is law is lawlessness and disorder everywhere as they're swirling the toilet bones done on purpose. Why? Because then capital, which is sitting in Germany, capital which is sitting in france capital which is sitting in spain and the rest of the eurozone they're going to have to fly somewhere and the and 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 between the tax zones that are in the united states the low tax areas that are in the united states and the and, and the uk they want that investment capital to come here not to reindustrialize the united states making the united states an industrial powerhouse but to keep the speculative game going why because the us and the uk are one trick ponies the only thing we have to offer the world is worthless paper so we're gonna run it for all she's got baby and that's what that's what this whole thing is about cowboy
1: sorry i was muted there started talking and nobody heard me um yeah it is uh if in fact i've put this in the discord before i'll put it again it's a video by a guy named mike rivero he's he's pretty good Uh, he has his own show but it's all football issues he's way behind Uh, however he did a really good like 45 minute video called all wars are bankers wars and both Mm. world war one and two were about germany um in fact it was one of the barons or something one of those rothschild types the comment was (laughs) when they uh when they stopped i forget who it was but they said they butchered the wrong pig and they should have been butchering germany Um, so yeah, it's, they don't want Germany and Russia to work together because Russia's got resources. Germany has a lot of good engineering and know-how. So when you put engineering together with resources, you get just, you know, you get a powerful society and this is not what they want for sure. Um, so you're, you know, you have the Nord Stream pipeline where Russia was going to supply Germany with, uh, with fuel, Germany being the industrial powerhouse, their cost of production went up like times, I mean, ex, not exponentially, but it, it went up by multiples because their energy input went up by multiples. They're paying what four to eight times the amount they need for natural gas now that uh, Nord Stream and, you know, Nord Stream was, I don't know if it was running at the time, but long story short, Russia and Germany are not having any more energy deals at this point. So now they're not only having to use uh, gas piped in by Germany and gas brought in, you know, by super tankers and, you know, and the gas that is being given to them, especially uh, coming in through, uh, France, I said, Germany, I meant France, you know, that gas actually is not good for the equipment. So a lot of the plants that are using that gas actually have to be rebuilt and serviced a lot more because that gas has a lot more impurities in it. Um, so, you know, in the end, uh, I think that once the European industrial capacity has been dwarfed, or at least the German uh, version of it, you'll see probably a lot more. It's it's possible. It's quite the thing to predict, but the dollar would be more used over there. I don't know if it's going to be nakedly used or if they're going to have some kind of a proxy, but either way all those dollars that are flowing back to our shores are probably going to be deployed over on that continent. And then there probably will be trade blocks where, you know, Russia and China are not allowed to to trade or at least very limited in their ability to trade such that they will be able to use and enforce certain financial rules on the Western world in order to eviscerate the middle class. And so that, you know, I think the only way out of that now, this may not last forever. This could be a short-term thing, uh, people like Catherine Austin Fitz think that it's going to fail. Um, you know, she talks about the electronic control grid, you got your VAX passports and you got your CBDCs. So they control where you go and how you can spend your money. Um, you know, now they're talking about 15 minute cities where basically it's it's a COVID lockdown. You know, it's, so they, they want to exert that control. It may not happen, but even if it does happen, the best way you can protect yourself is through making sure that you have assets, hard assets. Because having money, in the end, having currency, having dollars, in the end, in the world of hyperinflation and even stagflation, that's not going to serve you. It's like it's like uh, it's like you're holding on to melting ice, in on a on a day in hell where that yep. ice is going to save you. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So uh, yeah. We are going to be providing a solution now. You know, again, we're not going to talk too much about what that solution is, but long story short, we're going to teach people how to do their own research and build their own assets. We're going to be doing that hopefully, like you said, what March 1st? V is that? Uh, yeah, hopefully
0: right? before, uh, uh, yeah, March is what we're looking at. Uh, hopefully sooner, uh, you know, we'll see these as, uh, as the developer uh, gets down to the wire. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just a clue here. In fact, I'm just going to throw this
1: thing. I know we're at the end of the show, but I, as we're looking at this article on the UK government pursuing a digital pound while bank CEOs restrict Bitcoin access, so you're going to see where they are chasing the horses off the field. So they're going to basically say, um, you know, here, have your monopoly money that we give you, we control and even possibly program, but you can't have Bitcoin because you know. We say you can't, but the really reason is because they don't want us having any any kind of um, autonomy over our finances. But here to the right, as I zoom in and see if I can move the cursor here. I may have to just zoom out. It might be hard to read. I'll just read it. Uh, Here on the right, bears got thrown a lifeline on the very right with all these screens, the VVIX exploding higher. So this is a clue that we may see the market actually drop. Now the VIX is a measure of volatility. And it doesn't mean that things are going to go down, but in the world of like things have been heading up for a while in the world of, you know, price has gone in one direction and is overstretched, When the VIX starts to go up, then that's a decent indication that things are going to reverse direction. And now that direction is down. doesn't mean it's going to happen, but then there's the VVIX, which the VVIX is like the VIX of the VIX, meaning that it tells the feature of the VIX, it's a first order derivative of the VIX, which is a first order derivative of probably your uh, uh, your indexes. So long story short, we're being told that the VIX may go up, which if the VIX itself goes up, then we could be seeing some pretty big volatility in the market. So, you know, I, I would not be going long right now on a whole lot of assets. I might be wrong. Do your own research. That's that.
0: Very nicely said, sir. And with that being said, we're at the end of the show. Any last closing comments, Kawai? I
1: hey, just uh, thank you all for being here. And, uh, you know, without the audience, we are nothing. And we are going to have nothing. And we are going to be happy.
0: Yes, and we will invest in
2: Ukraine. Slava Kokaina. Slava Kokaina.
0: Slava Kokaina, everybody. <laughs> See you all tomorrow. Velas will be in tomorrow. Uh, I will be assisting him. Fingers crossed uh, that I don't fat finger the end broadcast button or I share the wrong screen or or I just mute all of us and think that we're live. I have no idea. Anything could happen. So cross your fingers. Vela's will be on tomorrow, and there's a, a 50-50 chance that I might be producing, being playing the producer role. So cross your fingers. Slava cocaine, everybody. We're over and out. Peace.